So let us let us continue uh, in the uh, in the Gemara tonight. By the time you walk out of here, you will be an expert in Pasababakistan. So so the Gemara the Gemara that we dealt with the entire last week, or at least at least Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, was we said Hilchasa. Let's start again from Hilchasa. Not that we're gonna do, we're just gonna read it. We are we're starting to read about ten lines from the bottom of Mem Aleph Mebeis. Amr of Papa Hilchasa. Bottom line: Dvar Maboy Machmas Asuda Veseich Asuda. Items that come during the meal for the meal. It's a good one. During the meal for the meal, like Rashi, you eat with bread. Like Taisus, meant to be eaten during a meal. Ain't tuna bracha leilaf nevel elacharim. Don't need a bracha rishana. Don't need a bracha acharim. Vishalei Machmas Asuda Veseich Asuda. Items that are not for the meal, but they come during the meal. Tuna bracha lefneim. They need a bracha rishayna because they're not there for the meal. They're not lalafis as hapas. They're not part of a meal. And therefore, they need a bracha, which is what we said is dessert last week. So we said dessert, you will make a bracha on dessert, more or less. You know, we, we thought the chaim, maybe yeah, maybe no. Practically, you need to make a bracha on dessert. Ice cream, liquids, different shallot, practically you need to make a bracha on ice cream and dessert. So we're good. Let's just get this straight. No, we're not doing it again. <laughs> you really do make a bracha. The only time you don't make it is like on fruit or something. No. That people eat that with challah or something, right? Yeah, That's yeah. The yeah. Is that the general rule? Very, very general. <laughs> they ain't doing a bracha but they don't need a bracha afterwards because benching will work. La'achar hasu'uda. If you eat food after the meal, so obviously, one last item from that, which we're just going to read the Gemara. There is what to talk about here, but we're not going to. Shalom has Ben Zayma. They asked Ben Zayma. Why is it that anything that comes during the meal which is normally normal to be eaten during a meal, is taken care of by the bracha. So he says, because the bread took care of them. Now, of course, we know those are loaded words. How exactly the bread takes care of them was Machalikas Rashi Taisus, Rosh Rabbeinu Yaina, Mogan Avram. Fine. Ask them where a simple kasha. Ihachi Yayin Nami Niftere Pas. Then wine should also be taken care of with the bracha. Everyone in those days drank wine during the meal. So the Gemara is a very simple kasha. Why is it that wine never, ever is covered by hamaytzi? Which means I don't care when, I don't care Shabbos, Yontif, Purim, doesn't matter. If you're going to drink wine at any stage, like me and you drink it by Kiddush before the meal, if it's like a weekday meal and like, you know, you bring, they bring you a bottle of wine, like in a restaurant, you're going to make a hagafa now. Why? Why? It's a normal part of the meal. In fact, like you, you try eating a whole meal without drinking anything. And like in those days, they didn't really drink water. They drank wine. So why would I have to make a bracha on wine? Why isn't wine taken care of like the rest of the meal? Answers the Gemara, a famous answer. Wine is a category buster. I will prove to you, says the Gemara, 
Wine does not work with regular rules. Says the Gemara, Shani Yayin. Wine is different. That it causes a bracha for itself. Says Rashi, you know what that means? Many times wine comes. And we make a hagafen. Even though you're not drinking the cup. You ever buy a chasana? You ever buy a chasana? The Masada Kedushin says, Bar Hatashem, and Kenabalcham, very pray a goffin, and doesn't drink the wine. You buy a bris? The Taz knew that also. Shafta used to go nuts. Or the briskers invented that, like, how come no Pisic says it? Then Shafta used to go crazy about the spilling the wine in the hands. You know, basically, because of this Rashi, he used to go crazy about Rashi and say, Rashi and say, be from and drink it. Rashi saying, the Gemara says, wine, you make a bracha and you do not drink the wine. If you have a bris on Yom Kippur and there's no cut in present, what do you do? The guy who gets brachas at the bris, Baruch HaTashem, Baruch he made a hagafen. No one's going to drink it. The guy who benched, the guy who made have the, you, you, when you make a bracha on wine, you don't have to drink it by a bris, by a kedushin. Benching you should. We're going to have that in this eighth parak. But, says Rashi, once you see that, you see that the need for hagafen is totally not based in a meal-based svara. Once you see that the need for a hagafen, the making a hagafen, is not related, it's not correlated to whether or not you're going to actually drink or not, you see that the need for a hagafen is because hagafen is a chash of a bracha that you make on wine, whether or not the eating or drinking necessarily requires and necessarily fathers it, it doesn't matter. Wine gets a bracha irregardless of its drinking status. And that, says the Gemara, is why you make a bracha on wine, even though none of the rules apply. Even though none of the rules apply. Wine is an essential component of a meal, just like chicken is. And you would never make a bracha on chicken during the meal, but you will make a bracha on wine during the meal. You know why? Because wine has different rules. And that's what the Gemara says. It's a big sugya. It's not really negatas anymore because we drink during the meal. It's like this long tesis, which is very big and very important, very discussed, it goes through this. We're not going to do that. There's one halacha we haven't discussed yet during a meal. We discussed it a little bit. Is the halacha of Pasa Babakist. Rav Hune Ochal Talesar Rifti Rufuna ate 13 breads. What size? B'nei talasa talasa b'kab. The kind that you get three per kab. Which means, I don't know if you, uh, you know from the women's shprachs. Women will talk how many chalas they get out of a five-pound bag of flour. And when you tell me that, I could know how big the chala is. Which means, if you gain one chala from a five-pound bag, you're getting shower brachas challah. If you're getting four challahs from a, from a five-pound bag, you're getting fast challahs. If you're a newlywed, you're getting eight challahs out of a five-pound bag. So when the Gemara here talks, the Gemara says he ate three challahs. Three what challahs? What does that mean? Three challahs. So the Gemara says, b'nei talasa talasa b'kaba. The kind, sorry, you got 13 challahs. The kind that you get three per kab, which means they were Decent size chalas, small, small to decent. 
but he ate 13 of them. And he did not, and he did not make a bracha. He did not, he did not make a bracha achren. He did not bench. He did not bench. He said, I'm exempt. I'm exempt. Says the Gemara, Rav Nachman. No, 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 no. Adi Kafna. Those are for famine, which means the amount you ate is the amount someone would eat if they're starving and they would be able to get full on that. You just went famine on that. You, you went like total coming in after a time is pounding 13 Danishes. You got a bench. And the rule is, any amount that others are suda on, you have to bench. Okay, so let us discuss Passover for real. Here's the full primer on Passover Bekistin. is altered bread. We will talk about that in two seconds. What are the, how is it different? And therefore, you don't wash. You don't wash. You make a mezainus. You make a mezainus. So, for instance, if I would ask you, what is challah? Challah is water, oil, flour, um, salt, eggs, um, sugar, and yeast. Okay, you know challah has seven ingredients because that's why we eat it on Shabbos. All challah, all your wife's recipe, I don't know what they do. Unless they put it in food, purple food color <laughs> but, but, and sell it on Facebook. But beside so that... It's if you have an eight thing in there? Yep. I told you, but the time I'm in Hukim. You put the egg on top. See, there's still egg, ma'at egg, just not like as I feel. <laughs> if you don't have eight, seven ingredients, is minish yoyts the high like a simon from challah. I get to fine. So fine. So you have seven ingredients. What do you have in chocolate chip cookies? Now the reason I was hesitant about yeast is because yeast is an artificial way to make the thing rise. If you let it rise for two days on your own, then we could skip the yeast. You'll be down one of the ingredients. What could I do? Now, what is chocolate chip cookies? Water, flour, eggs. Oil, sugar, brown sugar, um, confectioners. What was the other thing from the challah? Salt. Salt, and instead of yeast, you put baking powder, baking soda. So, because you because you made the proportions different, you change the bracha. What's going on? Why, 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 <laughs> why is chocolate chip cookies a mizoynus? Because it's pasaba bekisne. We still have to say a definition. So. Everyone agrees you make a mezainus on chocolate chip cookies. It's bread. It's bread. And chocolate chip cookies at least looks different. I just had kakash. I mean, I only tasted the kakash. I just had kakash. You know what kakash is? My wife, when she makes a batch of challah, she makes like three quarters into challah. And the last, she makes a kakash for Shabbos. And, and that, you know, she just takes a chocolate paste and puts it in the inside. So, so that is megareya, the bracha? Yes. But it's poshit. If you eat enough of that, chocolate chip cookies, challah, anything like that, you have to bench. So that is the halacha, that is the straight up halacha of Passover So what is Passover Kisnen? Bottom line, Passover Kisnen is altered bread. We have to get to that in a second. Because you altered it, 
you can make a mezainus and not a hamaitzi. If you don't eat enough, you make an alamechia. If you do eat enough, you bench. And therefore, it is entirely possible. I don't know anyone that ever did it, but it's another thing that like we're in the wrong. If you eat 10 chocolate chip cookies, you need a bench. If you eat... What? Adi Kafna. No one does that. Uh, yeah, so you'll go to Gannon with a lot of people. <laughs> you, you I never ate 10 chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> That's, <a journal>. <laughs> <laughs> That's So at least I'm going to get him for a lot. You're going to get him for not benching. Ashrech of Papas. Okay. What causes the great divide? from something being bread. Now, mind you, as we'll see in a second, Svardim wouldn't wash on Archala either because it has too much eggs and too much sugar. They call that cake. And they could be right. They could be right. Again, my wife uses her challah recipe for gagash. They could be right. So what do they wash on? Just water challah. <laughs> and not matzah. And not matzah, for another reason. Yeah, they wash on water challah. They wash on water challah. Now, there's this thing... That Goldman's Bakery used to be mechone Israeli challah. That's like chazi water challah. And challah. Very few people make a pure water challah. It's not good. So they put in like much less eggs and much less sugar than you. But the fluffiness comes from somewhere. So anyway, so what causes the divide? So now the Beis Yosef says this in long. And the Mechaber, who's the same person, says this in short. There are three opinions that could cause something to be... that cause something to be passive of a kisnin. Opinion number one is there have been hananel that's brought in the tour if it's filled. If something is filled, if you take dough and fill it, then that is passive of a kisnin. You fill it with honey, sugar, something sweet, that is passive of a kisnin. <coughs> so the tour will tell you it needs to be filled in order to be passive of a kisnin. The Rambam says... And this is where the Sephardim get it from. What makes something possible is if you add fruit juice, honey, oil, or meperis to the dough. So the Rambam, Mamish calls our challah, your challah, the Rambam calls it possible The Rambam calls it possible Why? Because it's not dough. It's not dough. Dough is. Dough is, you know, I, I think that you ever have, like, you know, in the French bakery, this French bread, there's no sweetness to it. There's, you know, there is some fat. I don't know what the Ramam does about that. Maybe it's bottle. There's no sweetness. There's no fruit juice. There's no honey. It's straight up bread. That's what the Ramam calls bread. And lastly is the sheet of the Aruch that you take a flatbread and you put stuff on top of it. That you put some on top of it. That would be, that would be, it's ke'evim, yeveshim, v'derech, lochus, oisai. So, we got the pizza last. So, is that a rat? No, it's like, it's like a chocolate top cookie. Like like the arach, a chocolate top cookie. Maybe chocolate chip cookie, because it's not in the dough, that's like called on top. A chocolate top cookie is classic Passover kiss in the sheet of the Aruch. Um, a raspberry Linzer, a, uh, you know, one of those kind of cookies. 
Hamantash is for sure the tour. For sure the tour. Hamantash may be a trifecta. Hamantash may be a trifecta. Okay. So, so, says the Beis Yosef, says the Beis Yosef, who do we pass on like? I don't know. I don't know. So if anything has any of the three, just make a mezainus on it. <coughs> to which everyone goes crazy on him. The Bach, Bereisham, what do you mean? You're trying to be Machmar Chas Roshalm to make a Hamaitzi Levatala, so instead you're making a mezainus Levatala? That is the Psak of the Shulchan Aruch. The Psak of the Shulchan Aruch is, is that if anything has any of the three, which means if it's a sweet dough, Mizainus, the Ramam disqualified you. If it, if it has topping, sweet uh, um, out, the Arach disqualified you. If it has filling, even if it's regular challah, like my wife's cockers, regular challah, which is possible, it's the Ramam anyway, but chocolate filling, out, because it's filled. So the Mechaber Paskins, that if any, if you have any of the three, it's already a Suffolk Brachas, and therefore you make a, a Mizainus. Is that how we Paskins? Yeah. Everyone... Everyone. They have cinnamon things or they have raisins. They're not sweet, much to my chagrin. It's just, it's totally unsweet. You said anything that's put in there. I mean, the Bach says, the Bach says that therefore you should never eat Passover kissing except during a Suda, except if it's totally sweet. Like a sweet roll from Fialikov. Right, 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 right. So, so one second. So, so the the and Mechaber is that all three of these you make a Mezenis. Now, everyone asks, why is a Mezenis a safer option? The, 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 the Mezenis is trying to be safe. Don't, don't make a Hamoitzi. Be safe, make a Mezenis. So everyone asks, if it's the wrong bracha, you're not any safe. And you're not any safer. Which means, let's say a guy has like a sickness. Let's say a guy had like whatever's going around last week. And, and like he's too, he's too whatever to go to the doctor. So he has in front of him Tamiflu and Zipek. Which one should he take? Which one's the Chumrah, which one's the Kula? Don't, don't give me those looks. Look, look, look there, look there. So he has Tamiflu and Zipek. Which one should he take? Zipek's the Chumrah? No, because if it's a virus, if it's the flu, if it's the flu, you're, you're doing something stupid. If you really have strep, and you take Tamiflu, you're doing something stupid. So, th- neither one's a Chumrah. If you have two options, you don't know what you have. E- neither one's a Chumrah. So, so no, forget benching. Benching, you're only, you're anyway have to do if you eat enough. That's the Bracha Why asks the Bach and the Beisiyah and everyone else, why is the Mezainist the safe option? So basically, the Elam answers for one of three reasons. One of, there's like five good roots about there. They all revolve around Mizainus is a safe bet. Number one, Mizainus could patter Hamaitzi. So Mizainus is safer than Hamaitzi. Hamaitzi doesn't patter Mizainus, Mizainus patters Hamaitzi. Number two, since the Velt isn't Kaveya Suda on it, Yankee is a big hill. Since the Velt isn't Kaveya Suda on it, you make a Mizainus. And number three, number three, the Taz says it, these are all saying the same Vart in different Nusach. The Taz says that really you should make a Mizainus on bread. Just since it's the Heilige bread, we gave it a bracha b'fnei atzmai. But anything that is not universally acclaimed as bread, you revert back to the classic bracha, which is a mezainus. So, here we are. 
if a person has a food that has any of those three... Well, time out, time out. When you make albaytzi, what potters you from making a bracha on, on everything else? Is it dalbaytzi? Yeah. So then make dalbaytzi. No, you, if you don't have bread, you're not allowed to make albaytzi. Yeah, if you don't have bread, you can't make amaytzi. Then their kasha is only why is mizayin is better. Maybe you do have bread. So all these answers, the the, the you know the chida and the taz, all these answers basically say that mizayin is, is a much safer bet. It, was, it would be like this: if one medicine could cure flu and infection, and one medicine can't, the mizayin is could cure flu and infection. That that's what that's what they're saying. When does the kobeya suit the play? Like with mizonas, a lot of rabbanim. Okay, so one second. So. If you have any of these coolest, the halacha is, you make a mezainus. If you eat enough of it, you bench. That's four beitzim. The main nafkamina this plays in your life is dessert at a meal. Is dessert at a meal. Because if you think about it, when you have a piece of cake, say a chocolate cake, what is that? Suffolk bread, Suffolk mezainus. So for instance, like, like the tour, it's not filled, so it's, it's hamaitzi. Like the ramam, it's mezainus. Like the aruch, it's mezainus. So what do you do? It's Suffolk bread, Suffolk, Suffolk mezainus. If you already made a hamaitzi, you don't make a brach on Passover And therefore, and therefore, when it comes to dessert, when it comes to dessert, yes, we made a hamait, we said you should make a brach on fruit, you said you should make a brach on ice cream, we said you should make a brach on chocolate, you should make a brach on nuts, you should make a brach on any dessert you have. Except mezainus. Why? Because unless you have a trifecta, you know it's an example of a trifecta? An American apple pie, like you know, like classic apple pie, like the picture on, on the box that, like, you have a pie, a pie, okay, sweet dough. It's filled, okay, you, you did the tour, and it's topped with like streusel. So, if you have that, then you met everyone's criteria of what is pasta and it's not bread, therefore, you'd make a mezainus. So, by dessert, again. When you have this out of a meal, it's a Suffolk mezainus, Suffolk hamaitzi. We said you make a mezainus. During a meal, you already made a hamaitzi. So if there's any tzad that it's bread, you don't make any bracha at all. If it's vaday not bread, which means you hit all three shittas, stuffed, sweet bread, and topped, stuffed, sweet bread, and topped. So, so you know, like, avada masnish pop-tarts. Fashteitzach mit nasuda. Apple turnover. Apple turnover. Perhaps a hamitash, American apple pie, that you for sure make a mezainus on dessert because it's not pas, and we said you make a mezainus on dessert. So if you have something that's not all three shittas, you don't make any bracha by dessert. If you have something that's all three shittas, then you would make a mezainus by dessert. There are two other cases you'd make a mezainus on dessert, and they are. Donuts, because once you fry something, all bets are off. Pas is not fried, because frying equals bishel, and pas is not fried, pas is not cooked. So if you would have donuts for dessert, for instance, at a Hanukkah party, 
you would make a mezainus. That is, that is situation two, you would make a mezainus at dessert because it's not pas and it's dessert, so you have to make a mezainus. And situation three, that you'd make a mezainus by dessert is Rice Krispie treats because Rice Krispie is an example of a, of a mezainus that is vade not pas. So again, but when you, so the lumdus is the exact same. When you're eating it, not during a meal for a snack, Suffolk bread, Suffolk mezainus, so you got to make a mezainus. When you're eating it during a meal, Suffolk bread, in which case you don't have to make any bracha. Suffolk mezainus, in which case you don't have to make a bracha, so you don't make any bracha, unless it's for sure a mezainus. How could it be for sure a mezainus? One of three ways. Either it could be a for sure mezainus that it hits all three bases in Passamobikistan. Number two... Number two, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's fried, like a donut. Number three, number three, it is rice. So that is the long and short of pasta babakistan. How about pizza? So Rebel Yashim and Zalman both said that pizza is bread and the velt is keveya suda on it and the fact that it has a topping is, does not take away from the fact that it's bread, which means, which means if you take challah and, and dip it in dip, of course you're going to make hamoitzi. Where you take challah and you smear on it mayonnaise, you're not going to make hamoitzi? Avada, you're going to make hamoitzi. Because it's regular dough. Pizza is regular bread. Ay, amnons and Netanya mixes in fruit juice in the, in the, in the dough, but the dough is not sweet. They put it. They put it enough. They put so. So Rabbi Yasher, Rabbi Yasher, say that that the bottom has a din of bread, and 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 the fact that you put on cheese on the bread doesn't take away the bread status. That is Rabbi Zalman or Rabbi Shita. Rabbi Feinstein is famous for saying that on one slice of pizza you don't wash. So if you um if you go if you go with Rabbi that's fine. If you go to the Rosh Hashanah, that's definitely a legitimate shita. If you're those, which like, nowadays most people wash on pizza, period. Most people wash on pizza, period. Because Lamaisa, the Velt was macabre, that, huh? So that if you're if you're kaveh suda for sure, remember you're saying you're not kaveh suda. Right? So if you're kaveh suda on one slice, number two, number two, Rabbi Rabbi Yashiv both said that that the bottom has a din of pas, and you can't ruin pas by adding stuff on it. Why is it which, than cake? Because kakash cake is filled. So it's not filled. Put it on the top. What do you think? It's put it on top. It's baked with it together. It's so different. It wasn't on the top. It's baked with it together. 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 No, they bake so so a, a baked cracker that doesn't have any of the three is pas. Now, so you're going to have to go back to the original sugya, the vibalt, you're not kaveya sud on it, it turns back into a mezainus. Yeah, it was, but, it was, but really there you have to sit down and make sure. Ramesha said, Ramesha said, said, if a guy goes to a chasin, mamash in this case, and he sits down by the table and he eats a couple crackers, and then he eats like the first course of a piece of salmon, the main course of a piece of meat, Avadi has to wash on the crackers. 
which means you're kaveh on the crackers. There's no reason. Remember, Mamash says what you're saying. That fine. You want to eat a cracker outside of a meal? That that's fine. Call it a mizanis. Don't sit down on a meal, have a cracker, and say it's not bread. There's no reason to say it's not bread because of the shape. So, so Ramesha says, Ramesha Mamash says, your case. If, if he says an American, because like he says in America, people eat a lot not with bread. So he's in America. If a guy goes to Hassan and eats a eats a cracker, and then and then eats ten pounds of protein after the cracker, Avadi has to wash on the cracker. Huh? And a kid on shop, same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we sit down here and we wash first. Really? No. I don't, I don't, yeah, I remember Heber says you don't have to wash on a wrap. Really? Yeah. I, I, um, I assume, I, I, I don't fully understand it. Even Kaveh, yeah, you know, yeah. you sit down, you wrap, and you don't have to wash. Right, right. What do you do? That's a what, what do I do? I don't hate wraps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you make like a, like a pizza, like you make a, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Rebbe yeah. Heber says you don't have to wash them wraps. They try to get a double to say it's Mazinus. What was the video with Ruby Schroeder and Abdullah? What do you say? They tried it by Gantamite, say it's Mazinus. He's like, it's Amaiti. Amaiti. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. Oh my gosh. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, well, so let's just do one more little gemara so we can move on tomorrow. Um, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, the Amir Rabbi Yehuda, whose name was Rabbi Yehuda Bar Yecheskel, that's important, Havasikle Lebre was working for someone, whatever the gemara says that it means, he was making chasana, Be Rabbi Yehuda Bar Chaviva, with the daughter of Yehuda Bar Chaviva. So if you notice, the two Machatanim have the same name. There's Yehuda and Yehuda. This is a direct violation of Tzavos Rabbi Yehuda Chassid. Rabbi Yehuda Chassid says, Shnei b'nei Adam, sheshmeisei and shavais, shavim, lo yizdavgu yachad b'yaldehen. And you see here that Rabbi Yehuda, whose name was Baruch Eskel, did a shidduch with Rabbi Yehuda Bar Chaviva. So first of all, people bring, the Dukh Seifer brings a, a girsa that it was Rabbi Yehuda Asagli Lebrei Be'erav Chaviva to get out of this problem. But Lemais the Maral Diskin says from here that you see from here that you could, the two Machatanim with the same name could do a Shidduch as long as they don't have Mamish the same name. Them and their fathers. Them and their fathers. So, so it was Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Cheskel was doing a Shidduch Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Chaviva so the Machatanim had the same name but the grandparents, Machatanim, don't have the same name. That's how Maral Diskin got out of it. Rabbi Zalman says that the Gedele Yerushalayim already said, you don't have to be Machbed on this. And, um, and uh, the Chassam Sefer said famously that the Tzavav Rabbi Nechassid is only for his Enochach. But here you have a Gemara Mefurish, which is, you know, when they say the Rabbi Nechassid, Paskin Keneged Gemaras, this is one of the Gemaras they're referring to, that, that you see here, two Rabbi Hudas did a Shidduch with each other. So anyway, so when the Eilam was over there getting ready for the Hasana by the Shmorg, they brought the Eilam out, he also, when he walked into the room, Shaminu, he heard the Eilam, they were making Hamaitzi on Pasaba B'Kisnen. You know when you walk into a room, 
you know, it's like sometimes you're on Rosh Hashanah when, when like, you know, the, by the piyutim, like, like, na, 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 na. so you hear like the Elam saying the same, the same thing. So he walks through the room and he hears everything. What's this tzitzi that I hear? Says the Gemara, my tzitzi de kashamana. Can it be that I'm hearing a hamaytzi lechem and aretz from the Elam? The hamaytzi lechem come from Varchisu. You bet. The Tanya, Ramuna, Aimer, Mishim Rabbi Yehuda, Pasav Abikisnin, Mavarch Haleyamaytzi. Yeah, you make hamaytzi on a chocolate chip cookie. Vomer Shmuel halachik Ramuna, and Shmuel said yes. The halacha is like Ramuna. You make a hamaytzi on an apple Danish. Amalei, no, ain't halacha Ramuna itmar. Nope, you have that wrong. We said that Allah is not like Ramuna. You do not make a hamaytzi on a chocolate chip cookie. Understand, you yourself said in the name of Shmuel, Lachmaniot, which are little chalas, ma'arvamen, they're useful for an Erev, and you make a hamaytzi, says the Gemara, and this is the answer, everyone's right. Shani hasam de kavasu de sayu alai. Vir der kavasu de. Lech doi kavasu de sayu loi. Where you're not kaveh su the nose. Everyone's right. Which means the halacha is you do make hamaytzi and pasam avakisnin, and the halacha is you do not make hamaytzi and pasam avakisnin. Exactly like we were saying. If a person is kaveh su, if a person sits down, you know, present company excluded, with a sleeve of snackers, with a sleeve of snackers, and well, snackers are fried, so that's a bad example, with a box of tam tams, if a person sits down with a box of tam tams, and like a container of Tuv Tam deluxe tuna salad. And, and he rips off the top, and he starts, and it gets chomfangen, and it gets chendikin. You have to wash. You have to wash. There's no two ways about it. No, I've never done it in my life. And maybe or maybe not, I have taken those on a trip when I had to go on a trip. But, <laughs> but the emiss in the halach is, when you do that, you have to wash. You're being kaveya suda on Passover because you have to wash. Um, according to Botner, if you eat a third of a Danish, you, you, you have to wash. It's, it's again, it's, it's a very, 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 very shver mikzay and halacha, and I've yet to meet the person that's bemis and makram. I mean, guy goes, guy goes to Abris, takes, takes a Danish, minig Baltimore to have like the chocolate smeared on the Danish, and it's yellow, Takes a Danish, <coughs> bring, brings it to his seat. Huh? Inside, not the chocolate. Right. You're Ray Burke is not laughing on this. I sure is. No, I promise you never ate this much. He, he, <laughs> no, he would have. That's how. That's why he. That's why he looks like he does, and I do like I do. He never ate that much Danish. Like, Not Danish, but the, the tantrums yeah. with, the, with the tuna. That's if, very easy to get. If you uh, get Rabbi Berger drunk on Purim and ask him the shayla, let's see what he goes. Hey, Danish is enough to feed your family. Like, you know, <laughs> that's what he would tell you. <laughs> and I was like, you going to see my family. You know, like, I get there. I get You actually see a guy by bris. He, he, he washes and like you know, what does the guy say? Baruch Hashem, again, and picks up the chocolate Danish and eats it. You guys are mishugner. No, he's not. He hits a halacha. It's pure halacha. Passover b'kisim, which is all of these things. You know, you're, you're saying it fits the criteria for Passover b'kisim. Mazel tov. But you're still kaveya. Nothing to do with the bris. But you're still kaveya suda on it. You're still kaveya suda on it. Which means, if, if it's not Passover b'kisim, then you should wash it no matter what. 
right? So, oh, Elamai, it, it is Passover kiss, and fine. So initially you're potter from washing, but if you're Kaveh Sudi, you become Chayav in washing. What's and the difference? Four bay. Three, three to four bay. Um, 